Welcome to the Immigrant Voices Podcast Project. I'm Deb Bluestein, and I'll be bringing you the voices of the courageous people who have made the U.S. their home. You'll hear about the lives and people they left behind in their native countries, their journeys here, their struggles and successes. You'll hear from parents of dreamers, dreamers themselves, undocumented to naturalized citizens, and everything in between. Curious to experience life abroad and improve their finances, Alege and her husband Adson, whose interview was one of the first in this series, decided to emigrate to the United States from Brazil in 2007. Their twin daughters were in college, old enough to take care of themselves. And so the couple's living abroad adventure began. Filled with an entrepreneurial streak, Alege soon started her own house-cleaning business, endearing herself to clients who quickly became her friends. Despite the strong roots the couple grew during their 14 years in the United States, their hearts were pulling them back to Brazil. This interview is in two parts, Alege's life here in Boston, and then just a few days before her tear-filled departure back to her homeland. The flute music you hear in the background is by Alege's devoted husband, Adson. My next guest is Alege from Brazil, who's been in this country for how many years now? Almost 13 and tell me, Alege, why did you come here? What were the reasons that brought you to the United States? Well, I was 46 when I came to this country. I wanted to live abroad in another country. So at first I thought I would love to go to Europe, to Portugal, or, you know, the whole Europe, go through. I didn't have a money to just travel, so I had to think about a place where I, where I could work have would be easy start get, make some money so and definitely USA is the best country in the world to make easy money that's what you thought yeah i mean not easy you work a lot but you know if you work you the money comes <laughs> so we had some friends here so then we came. I, I was very stressed. I was, we had a little bi- a small business in Brazil, and I was so stressed with everything, and I want to go away, go out. So we came here. Our daughter, we have, we have two daughters. They are twins. And when we came, they were 21. They were already, already in college. So I said to my husband, I think you can go. They will be fine. I would come and leave them too young over there. So that's why I came because I want to live in another country. So the USA was made, just made it possible. Was it difficult to come here? Did you have a, was it hard to get a visa? What were the steps? Oh, yeah. I said to, to add to my husband. Let's go to, let's go away. Let's go to USA. And I said, oh, I don't want to go. I don't want to go. I have, the life was 
easier for him than, than to me because if he wasn't working in the, our company anymore, he was working different things and a cultural stage. He used to work with the city hall with you know, events, shows, and so he used to be a lot out. And uh, but I was very stressful. And he said, "Okay, take go pro provide all the the documents and go to." make this appointment at the consulate. And if you, I go with you. So I went, I prepared all the documents, went to the consulate in Rio de Janeiro. We, live, we lived in, in, in Espírito Santo, which is bordered with Rio de Janeiro. But Rio de Janeiro is six hours away, driving from my city. So we, we drove there. So, and then... I got it. They gave us just for one year. So we had one year to travel here. So then we decided, and I went, went home and said, I said, well, now I have to go. So you came. I, we, we lived the, the, our company with a small company, but we lived 70 years. What kind of business was it? Silk screen, you know, silk screen and, and the short factory. So we used to do both. We we used to do silk screen for other other companies for like stores where they sell clothes and everything. We used to print these clothes, their clothes. So that's what we raised our daughters. So was doing well. Was fine. Was fine. Not really, really doing really well, but it was enough. We had a wasn't bad my life in Brazil. We had a, have a house, car. We had a, our daughter was in college. You know, we didn't we didn't miss anything. But you said you were stressed. Yeah, I was very stressed because I don't know. I just well, sometimes we had 12, 12 employees, so it was very. So I didn't want anymore. I didn't want to run a company anymore. <laughs> I said, that's it. So I said, I, and then I was 46. I said, if I don't go now, I, I will never go to stay out, out abroad, you know? So no just to come for visits. I want to live here. So that's why I said, I have to go now. I'm 46. I can't wait anymore. <laughs> so, so you came. Begin. Of course, when you come in, you know, I didn't have this impact like people say, oh, because I, uh, people here, they don't, don't, don't throw trash on, on the streets. I didn't do this in Brazil. Never, never. I never threw from my window, my car windows, anything out. No, I would never. So when I walked to my dogs, I used to pick up after then. So I, no, I didn't have this this conflict. Some people say they have this conflict because his things are very strict. You have to you know the laws, the rules. So I, I didn't have a problem to to adapt to this. But it was different. What was the biggest challenge for you? Well, the biggest challenge was the adaptation. You know, when I talked, when I talked about my city. So, 
was so far away. <laughs> oh my God, they couldn't, you know, was on their hearts, uh, hurt, you know. So, and then I started to, to look for a job. I started to clean house. So after a month I was here, I found a job. I, I mean, I, I did some jobs in between, you know. So I was making some money, just. But then, well, I, a month that I was, I was here, so I started to work with someone, someone helping someone. It was hard. I, I, I wasn't used to, to, to clean house. You didn't want to clean. I wasn't used to be to clean house. So, I used to clean my house, but you know, not like that. So, oh my God, how my hands were so. I couldn't close my hands open, so it was so it hurt a lot. So I lost ten. Can you believe I lost thirty pounds and three months? So I think it was everything. You know, it was was hard. The work was is hard. I still doing the same thing. Uh, was hard. It was really hard. And I came home. I was just. I used to. I set myself in the, the bed, in the bed, I stayed there like for half an hour. Don't move, <laughs> no movement, you know. Did you have second thoughts? Did you think I should never have come? No, never, 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 never. I, I sick myself. I said, no, I'm here. I, I don't want to go home right now. So what happened when the visa was up? Well, when the visa was up, so it's, I was illegal, right? So the life is still the same. It did. It, it never. It did. It, nothing changed. You know. So I never had a problem with the immigration. Never. I were you afraid about it when I started to driving? Yes, one and a half year. We didn't have a car. Now I had. I started to drive. Uh, one year and six months after I came. That's when I started my own business. I started to do my, to have my own clients. So then I had, I need that, I needed a car. So that's, I bought, we bought, me and my husband, we bought a, like a, a, a very old car. <laughs> so, and we started, I started to drive. I, I, I drive, I drove in Brazil. So I, I, I knew how to drive. So what? So cautious, so pay attention, everything, never um, pass the limits. So many times, yeah. But you know, you have to to keep it going. So to go on. So what to do? I'm here, so I have to. Was there a particular day or experience you had that made you decide I'm going to start my own business? This is it. Sometimes there's like one event that happens and you say, I've had it. Now I'm going to start running business. Was there? Tell me about that day. Actually, many times I thought about give, give up. Said, I don't want to clean house anymore. I don't want. I, I want to go to the <laughs> to different. I don't know. I want to talk to people. I want to 
Because when you, when you work with someone else, you just follow these people. You don't you just say hi and bye. And you make so few money, you know. <laughs> so, And you work a lot. And sometimes the person you work for, working as a clinic was so hard. It is so hard. I mean, now I don't, it's, it's hard, you know, but like, I like what I do. I like, since I started to do my own, my own house, my own, have my own client. I like what I do. I like to, to make people happy. I really like what I do. But was there really one day that you said, this is it, I'm going to do it? Yeah, actually, like, so I said, wow, I have to, one year and a half, so I have to make more money. I have to to make things easier to myself because working as a helper is hard, Deborah. It's really hard. I know people, they work, they, they, like, they clean like 10 houses in a day, three people, two, three people. It's, it's so, you have to be so fast. You, you, actually, I'm sure they don't do a good job. You don't have a time to do a good job, you know? So I said, no, I have to start to make my own business. I have to do my, my own cleaning, you know? So, and then I said, when I got a chance to, for one client, I had one client. So I said, I'm going to jump into. So I said, if I don't get this chance, maybe it will never happen. Because if you, you know, you're still doing something, if you don't stop, you say, even I, I was making so little money, some weeks, I like, oh my God. But then I start, you know, work for myself, help someone, one as well. So, and then it started to come more, more, more business, more business. Who was your first client? I'm still working for her today, 13 years later. She, she was a woman in, in, in Newton. How did you find her? Oh, someone told me, so, oh, someone needs a cleaning, a cleaning, they said. And then I went there, said, go there. A friend of mine said, she used to work for someone else, and then she knew she needs. And then she said, I laid down one. I said, oh, my God, if I go, just one, one person. So how can I? It was twice a week, what was good, so twice a week. So then I started to go. Then she referred to more, 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 and then that's how everything starts. Do you like being your own boss? Oh, yeah. It's much easier. In this case, I was boss in Brazil. I used to be a boss. But it was so... I have, some, I have sometimes so many employees. It, it's hard. It's, so here, no, I was my own boss. I used to the, buy the, the job. I knew what I was doing. I didn't have a complaint. You know, no complaints, nothing. So when I left, so I came home, it was everything fine. I knew I had done everything well. So no complaints, you know. I came home tired, but I was like, you know, you know what I mean? You're tired, but not like the other tired. Yeah. So I said, no, I came, when I came home, I was, my mind was fine, you know. 
I wasn't stressed. Even was tired, I wasn't stressed at all. What are the things about living in the United States that convinced you and your husband why you wanted to stay? Well, since I was here, so I we broke our lives in Brazil, right? So we had since we were here, so now we have to make money, more money, <laughs> and save money, and send money to Brazil. And we bought another apartment where we bought a small place land for us to live. That's when I, where I'm going to live when I get there. Yeah. The whole time, the thought was go back to Brazil, not live here forever. I, I had all my life in Brazil, like 46 years in Brazil, all my roots were there. You know, when you get old, you think about what? You always remember when you were young, right? <laughs> like when the kids were little. So the, the, the friends you have, sorry, oh, oh, I miss, I miss, I miss friends in Brazil. I never, we never really made friends here. We have acquaintances, but friends, friends, no. Like, sometimes you, you it takes you uh, a whole life to make a bunch of friends, right? Yes. A handful of friends. So you have a friends like since the girl, our kids were, were little, so, and I, I saw other kids born, and then now they are grown up, they are in college. You know, it, I, I miss this thing being touched with these people again and watching and go to the events, performance together. Does the technology today, like WhatsApp and FaceTime, help? Oh, yeah, yeah, sure. When we came, we, we, I actually, we just talked to my daughter once a week. We had to buy cards. So it was... It took us seven months to have our first cell phone. So, and the smartphone, <laughs> I just had uh, like six years later. <laughs> so, but uh, yeah, it was, uh, now it's easy. I talk to my mom, I talk to my sister, we, I talk to my other daughter in Brazil every day, every day. So, yeah, sometimes in the, in the morning when I take, uh, having our breakfast, we talk. We almost we have oh, our breakfast sweet. together, <laughs> right? Yeah, at this time with the quarantine, more right helps every day. So, did you bring anything with you from Brazil that you still have? Some little objects, maybe something in here that you carried in your pocketbook. Uh, in your pocket or some little thing that you still have? I have some, not jewelry, real jewelry, but I have some accessories, some ears, earrings, some clothes. Still, I still have 13 years later to have some clothes from Brazil. Did you have hobbies in Brazil? I know you were busy with your businesses, uh, but growing up, did you... You have other interests? You know, I'm kind of fast. I don't have a hobs. I don't. I don't know. I don't have a hobs. You said you liked mandalas. 
coloring them. I love them. I used we used to have a big one, a painting in our house. A friend of us painted them. I really like those, <laughs> but I never made one. Or... So, based on your experience and the knowledge you have now, what one thing you wish you could have changed before you came? Knowing what you know now, is there something, one thing? Nothing. I changed a lot. I changed because you live in another country. I know I changed some some way. But I think my essential is still the same. I'm the same person. Always I liked to 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 watch documentaries, to to know about history. I like history. What's the hardest thing about being separated from your daughters? I know one of them is here in the United States. Mariana is here. Yeah. And now we stayed five years without seeing them. We didn't see them. Just talk on the phone. Now it's much easier. Mariana is here. And she, the other one comes often. She comes like two, sometimes three times a year. That's correct. She she comes like for uh, 20 days, 15 days, or even 10 days. But it's nice. It's nice. Yeah. So aside from the American dream, what human dreams have you had for yourself? And what do you feel that you've accomplished? What are your dreams today for yourself and your businesses that's a lot of questions. I want to retire. I want to live. I want to be free. I want to go. I I want to go back to Brazil, see my mom, who is 93. And I don't want to work hard like I work. I'm working right now. Still work. I'm 59, almost 59. And uh, my dream is... Be in Brazil next year, for by January next year, I want to be in Brazil. Because I can't live here uh, and not go into Brazil, not be able to go f- back and forth. Do you have any hope of becoming a citizen here so you could go back and forth? No, there is no way to become a citizen here. If I had, if, if there was a chance... I would stay more longer here. But now, and after this pandemic, I realized that why I'm here working, 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 working. You know, I'm 59. How long I have to live? So I, I feel this, that I have to stop. I want to stop working like I am. I'm not saying that I'm not going to work at all. I, I will find something to do. I'm not like now that I work every day, six o'clock in the morning. I get up, I go work, and I come home six. Even during the pandemic? No, not now. These days, no. But it's not the same, you know. <laughs> you, are, you, are not, you are not on vacation. <laughs> you, <laughs> you always take something, you know, you have to to think about money, money, money. So I'm going to pay my bills if I'm not working. So you are doing some work now? No, I am doing some work. Some people still, I'm still working for some people. 
And now some people are coming back. Mm-hmm. I resume. So at the meantime, I was some clients still paying, and others I was doing uh, shopping for them. Instead of cleaning, they used to, they pay me the same two two times a week. I go to the supermarket. Do you leave the food on the doorstep, or do you go inside the, their houses? No, no, I don't go inside their house. I just one I leave. Uh, she opens the garage, mm-hmm. and I put in the garage. <laughs> and the two others I leave at back porch, you know. So then they grab them. So, but I risk yeah. going to the supermarket, but that I'm coming, coming, so I'm coming. I have to keep in my... To keep earning some money. Yes. Is there anything else you want to tell me about what was your biggest struggle about being in the United States the whole time since you came here in 2007, like from 2007 to 2020? And what stands out as the biggest struggle and what stands out as the biggest success? The biggest struggle was being out of my country for so long. It's hard. Many times we cried. And what's good is that I could make enough money to my retirement, but to help a lot make it possible to me go back to Brazil. And living in another country always is, is good. You see things, you learn things. I learn in English, so I'm not proficient at all, but I, I can communicate. You do very, very well. I, I love that. I love that. You know, I couldn't live here for 13 years not being able to speak. No. I would be very upset to myself, be so so angry to myself. I know people that they live here 14 years, 20 years, 30 years. They don't, don't speak. Or when they speak, they don't know what they are speaking. If they see written somewhere, they don't know. They don't write in. They don't read. They just speak. People with 60 years, they don't. They don't know. So I would never forgive myself if I had so you learned. So you feel proud English, you of know. that, for sure. Yeah, I, I am, I am, I am. I know young people, they are here like four or five years, they don't speak English yet. I said, why you don't? So I came on 46, so and I learned. So I want, right? So that's, I think that's the big thing if you want, right? So then I want, I want to communicate, I want to talk to people. That's what I do when I have my clients. We talk about everything. I, don't, I like to talk, to express myself. Yeah. I'm not just a house cleaner, right? I'm not just a house cleaner. I'm, but I'm more than that. So then I want to show them that I am more than, I was more than just a house cleaner. You have a very active mind and imagination, at least I've been able to observe it. Yeah, I think so. I am very proud of myself, what I got, you know, like all my clients when you talk. It makes me very happy being able to talk. I know most of the, cli- the house clients, they don't talk to their clients. 
they just go and but I talk to them. I talk a lot. I talk about everything. That's what make what I like to talk about the ideas I about about politicians, music, history, you know. So I well, I'm very great. proud of and myself. It sounds like your clients have become your friends. So more they more are. than just acquaintances. They are. I have one kind of special that I go to the performance with them because they ask they, they know that I like blues, jazz, so they ask me to go, we go. So it is very nice. So I can like my when my daughter was sick in Brazil, my clients offered me to bring them her here. She said to me, I'll pay everything. Don't don't worry about money. You don't have to pay me back. So yeah, so one of those them, so yeah. Yeah, so she said to me, what are we going to do? What are we going to do without you? Usually, like, and I said, guys, I'm going to leave. I I have to, I'm going to stop working. I have to go back. They cry. <laughs> Most of them cry. I said, I'm going to choose. I know. There are good people. I said, no, no, it's good. It's not because I'm, I'm you know, like Mariana was joking with me. She likes to Please, people too, you know, she likes to talk. I'm not being flir- flirting myself, but she said to me, if someone knows, she has a, a whole neighbor, said, someone knows that you are smart, you are just a, a house cleaning. I said, no, don't worry, she knows. <laughs> because she said, they, she said to us all the time, you are smart people, you are smart people. Well, thank you so much for sharing your story with me, Alej. I've enjoyed getting to know you. Thank you, Deborah. And learning a little bit more about you tonight with this conversation. And I have a dream for you and Adson that you will have a miraculous way to become a citizen so you can go back and forth. You never be, yeah, you need a miracle. And who knows? Maybe there'll be an administrative change, and maybe... I don't think it's going to change. think Trump is going to get in. I think he'll be re-elected. Thank you very much for this conversation. Thank you. And I'm very glad to meet people like you, like Erica, like Michelle. I'm very happy to have been those that school at GPA. How many years did you go there? I mean, since I I, I came here, since 2007, (laughs) I started to go. At the beginning, I I didn't go every day. Sometimes I I skipped some year, but always I went there. There there I learned grammar over there. Yes. Months after my initial interview with Alege, I caught up with her days before her departure from the U.S. for her homeland of Brazil. Here's our conversation. So, Alege. Yes, Deborah. Alege is my guest today. and We're just doing a little addendum to the interview that we did a few months ago because change of plans. So talk to me about your change of plans. Well, we decided to go back to Brazil moving back to Brazil for good. In the interview that we did, you said, I want to retire. I want to be free. 
<laughs> I want to go back to Brazil, see my mom who's 93. And I don't think I want to work hard like I am working right now. I'm 59, almost 59. And my dream is to be in Brazil by January wow. next year. Because I can't live here and not being able to go back and forth. Yes. That's what I said. That's what I'm doing. Okay. I'm, we are going back to Brazil, me and Adson. And you also said if you could have become a citizen here, you might have stayed and then gone back and forth more freely. Yes. If I could go back and forth, I would stay for a while, mm -hmm. longer. So... By the end, I'm sure I would be back to Brazil anyway, but I would stay longer. Was it a hard decision? It was, it was. We had planning to go back to Brazil for three years, maybe. We always have the idea to go back to Brazil. But for the last three years, we really said, it's time to go. We, and was we, we were waiting for the, the right moment, you know. And then... Now is the right moment. And why is now the right moment? We achieved what we wanted here. Which was? Well, save some money. My daughter was here studying. She finishes. She finished her English. She finished her master's degree. And I think now is it's time. I love here. You know, I love. I love. I love Boston. I love people that I met here. Who I met so. I met so many great people here. I love, I love these people. You, the whole GPA, and people that I worked for. We have a real relationship, you know, just creates, and I, I received so many, not just benefits, real um, feeling. I, I know they, they are real, really feeling sad because I'm living and I'm living I'm sad too well, always everyone that I said goodbye we cried <laughs> <laughs> yes they were so, sorry to see you go yeah but will you, will you stay in touch with people yeah how how love they ask please be in touch send me your I want your email so Send me your phone over there. So be, let's go be on WhatsApp. I said, sure. So all of them, I have, I still have a contact. They are, all of them ask me to show them on, on Google where I, I, I'm going to, you know. So that's the place. So good. So, and I think it's some one or another will come to visit you. Really, really. That would be wonderful. Yeah, no, I would be so happy to have any of, of you guys, people that I, who I met here, to, to as a guest in Brazil. I would, be, I would be so happy. Really, really. What do you think you're going to miss the most? Well, besides the people, costumes, we feel I will miss so much this springtime, even though I love the winter and today, so all this snow for my departure snow was very nice. I love the snow too. Really? I do. I love to see the snow falling down. But this, the spring, the springtime is 
just unbelievable. When I arrived, it was summer, July. And to me, okay, different landscape, but like hot and the trees and everything. Then when the, the, the fall came, was fine. Nice view. There's no beautiful, but not to compare it to this time. I was thrilled. I said, my God, what is... And every year, to me, is the same thing. I love it. so... I don't know, so something that comes, I, I don't know how to express, but every year is something that I love the same way. Was wow. was the first time, you know. So in Brazil, you don't have a season like springtime? We do, but not like here. The spring is different, a little bit different, but not like here. Because we don't have really, we don't have all the seasons so distinct. So, and... One thing that makes me feel here, uh, realize, is how fast time passes by, goes by. Because every season, you you see summer again. It's fall again. So then that makes us uh, realize as well that our time is, is past, you know. And then we have to realize, so I'm almost 60, I'm 59, still 59. And uh, I, I, it's like, I don't know how, I, I know, no one knows who is going to go first. But like when you get six, when you turn six, almost six, you, you know that the time is, is really running out, you know what I mean? <laughs> it becomes more precious. Exactly. No. And I don't want to go back when I, I, I barely can walk, mm. you know? I, okay. I still have some energy. I still have I have energy, strength, so to to go back and enjoy. That sounds and, good. You and Adson were talking about how when you came here, it was like a new life, and now going back to Brazil is is going to be like a new life again. And how not, is it going to be like a new life again for you to go to Brazil? Well, it's it's a challenge. <laughs> My friend told me when I came here, I was 46, and he said, you are a, avoided to be old. So when you come, you have it's, everything so new new to you. So And you you have to, your brain must work when you, when you came here. And it's different now when you go back because we have our roots there. You know? it's, it's a new beginning, yes. But uh, it's not like here when... Everything was, how I say, from the world. Uh, brand we new. Brand new. We didn't know what we would find here. We didn't know the language. I remember taking a train and we, have to, we didn't have a GPS that time. So right. we, to, we, need, we, we, we had a maps. We used maps at that time. I have... We stay okay, one year and a half, we didn't have a car here. So then we start we bought bought we bought an old car. So um shift to stick manual was mm -hmm. and uh, <clears throat> we used to have in my car a book with the map, you know. Right. So find before we we left the house, but we started to drive. We would go there and 
find all the roots, the grapes, so we'll see you there. Right. What, what <laughs> is much easier now. We are, yes. Now we are totally no spine any place anywhere. <laughs> well, and communication between the two countries is easier now with mm-hmm. WhatsApp wow. and the internet, all those things. What one thing are you looking forward to the most? I know to see your family. Is there something else that you're looking forward to so much? about going back to Brazil, in addition to reuniting with your friends and family? But one thing that I miss so much is like see a, a performance with people. We have a friends they are a musician. Mm-hmm. And uh, walk through the, the old streets that I used to, you know, it's, it's really going back and see the place. and. Uh, talk to, to, to my language all the time, you know what yes. I mean? So yes. that's just something you feel, I don't know, like comfortable, you know what I mean? <laughs> I, I speak all day long, most of the time in English. Mm-hmm. Well, it is good, right? Yes, you do very well. You express yourself very well. But be in my country, be in my hometown, and, and see the people that, you know, talk and go go to the events, go to dinner, listen to the music, even though can you can't use listen to the music anywhere now because we right. have the, the technology. But it's different. Right. Watching wow. be together and do the same thing I used to do before. But will you be able to do that given COVID nineteen and all of that? No, really, but maybe one year. I think we'll be able, not huge events, but the, the closer friend, you know, friends, I think so. But yes, it's it's a good time in terms of the vaccine being out there in the world. Yeah, That's well, going to change things. Definitely. Yeah, sooner or later, it's going to be, I hope, I'm, I'm not dead into that. <laughs> I'll be alive. When you came here, you left the twins because they were in college. Mm-hmm. And then one of them is still, they visited you here from time to time. And one of them, Mariana, is still, is going to stay in the United States. Why is that? Oh, it's not time for her to go. I think she would love to go back if you ask. But it's not her time. No, she's, she's too young. And she has her own plan. No? Right. Her own goals. Hudson was saying that you both love dogs and that you can't have dogs here so much, but you, that's one of the things you wanted to be sure to have in Brazil. Yeah, we had four dogs when we left, and now we have a, have a big backyard in Brazil. It's important because you know dogs they they alert us if something is right. We have like snakes and uh. In the, the backyard, because we, where we're gonna live is this. But we have preservation area, so is um to have uh, have our many different. So the dogs are a form of protection too. Yes, no. In Brazil, it's very common for have a dogs in your backyard, not really inside their house. You have they live outside, so okay. they are freely to to run around. You know, so yeah, they have their dog house outside. Most of them live outside. If you have a, if you don't live in an apartment, you have a place to them outside. Is there anything else that 
you would like to say about the decision of leaving? The decision is right. It's the mm -hmm. right thing to do right now. How about anything about the political situation down there with Bolsonaro? Yeah, and... it's bad. The, the political situation is bad. And we that, know... that, that's not frightening you? Not really. But make a set. Doesn't matter where you are. You make a set. Mm -hmm. I know we're going to see. I'm gonna. We're gonna be a little recruit, you know, because uh, recruit. How say? Oh, oh, okay. recruit. Ah. Because stay on your own. We're gonna try to stay away from the situation. So bad because we see people that we know, and now they are in favor of this this crazy guy. You you, you don't understand how? Why? It's so bad. They say, oh, you have to talk to people who think different of you. But seriously, this kind of touch, I don't want, I don't want to discuss, you know. It's so bad. I hope, I hope you'll be safe and that your mother is going to be so thrilled to see you. Oh, she, my God. She's just counting the days. Yeah. That's fantastic. <laughs> Anything so, else that you can think of. I have to, to be, say thank you for, to Boston, to the people I met here, for, for people that like you, Michelle, Eric, I, I don't want to say names because right. uh, it's, it's so, you know, it's, it's not the GPA and the Boston community, there's just it's so many people behind, right? So I just have to say thank you so much. And I don't regret anything, not for a minute, even for a minute to have come here. Because we, you grow as a person, you financial us good too. So we, we are living this country, but we grew roots here as well to me, because we have so much respect for the people. I never thought grow this kind of relationship here. Really, I didn't thought, never thought that this would happen. So, and happened. That's great. So, That's I'm great. so very grateful, not just me, Adson, Mariana, my daughter. She's so well connected here, too. So, I'm very happy. For us, as a human, we did this, but, or we made, I'm not sure which did or made in this case. <laughs> You know, this happened because I'm very, very happy all this time I lived in here. At the end, it's just, this, the, it's positive, you know. That's wonderful. No regrets. Yeah. And you, and no you regret. learned a, and you learned a language. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't want to lose that. I want to, like I said, I was still watching TV and English movies, you know, I don't wanna. I don't wanna go back just Portuguese. Okay. I, and then you have this chance until the pandemic is still is still to be on Zoom classes on Zoom. That's right. That's right. It's amazing. This is amazing. Yes, you should really get some of your friends together there in Brazil, and we'll have a satellite English. No, I already class. have friends that they say, "Wow, I told you this, and they are thrilled to." To go on school with you, as you know. That's wonderful. Wow, I, I could I thought about this, but I said no, I don't think it's possible. So 
but it is. So I'm very happy and I'll make my friends very happy. Well, I don't want to hang up, but, <laughs> but, we, have to. but we have to. So thank you so much. Thank you, Deborah. Oh, thanks so much. Safe travels. Well, you safe travels wherever you go and stay in touch. And uh, it's been an honor to meet you and, and work with you and Adson in the classroom. You are great. Amazing. You okay. guys are amazing. Okay. Thank you so much. Okay. Saddened by alleged imminent departure, our goodbye tears are mixed with happiness ones for their retirement years ahead in Brazil. We are grateful for the enormous contribution Alej and her husband Adson have made to our Gardner Pilot Academy and Greater Boston communities. With the tools of today's technology, we know we will stay in touch with them. Thank you for staying with us right to the end of this episode. The Immigrant Voices podcast project is the brainchild of Michelle Duval, the program director at the Adult Education Program at the Gardner Pilot Academy in Alston, Massachusetts. You can learn more about English for Speakers of Other Languages courses at our website, www.gpaesol.com, or by emailing Michelle Duval directly at m.duval at live.com. Without the funding of Charles View, Inc. and the support of its executive director, Joanne Barber, this project would never have been possible. A special thanks to music consultant Michael Bluestein, who helped us locate royalty-free music as background for each of my guest episodes. And last but not least, a big thank you to all the guests who are participating in this series of interviews. And to all our listeners, we say thank you. Do come back for the next episode.